and welcome everybody to another episode of the British Columbia Real Estate Podcast. It's episode number 10 and I'm back in the studios. It's me, Ricky J, with the one and only Jeff Chata, JC Holmes, back from a hiatus. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I guess you could say that, you know, and I can say we're doing a pilmary today. Damn, you look at my hair. I mean, God, I mean, you can grow a beard. There you yeah, go. It's funny, but some clients, we had to give them their keys yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we pulled up to the house, or the con- townhouse, sorry, mm-hmm. they didn't even recognize me. <laughs> and I'm I like, didn't hey, hey guys, it's, it's, it's Jeff. They go, no, no, we're waiting for our realtor. I'm like, yeah, that's me. They go, oh, you look so different. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's the beard. It's the time, <laughs> you know. And uh, of course, guys, like I always say, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to this channel if you want to learn all about living in British Columbia and if you want to stay up to date on what's going on, especially in the lower mainland in terms of real estate. And we love your guys' questions. Make sure you guys definitely drop us a comment in the comment box, or you can also email us as well. And if you're thinking about moving around to the lower mainland or anywhere in British Columbia, the number will be down below. Definitely give us a call. We have your back when it comes to moving around in British Columbia. And like, with that being said, I know we haven't had a chance to make our videos as normal uh, once a week, unfortunately. We've just been so busy, but Ricky has taken it upon himself to go in and around town on his bike and <laughs> look at all the lovely people in this nice hot weather. We should really talk to your wife about that. Okay? We'll see how she feels about, you know, your... I don't know. Driving around or not <laughs> driving around, riding the bike around. I didn't get to post the one blooper I had there about uh, somebody thought I was filming them changing uh, through the far distance, uh, which wasn't true. But uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we might even put that in the blooper section eventually for you guys <laughs> in another video, okay? But Oh, and I also want to say, uh, Mandeep, thank you for like, subscribing, commenting, calling, messaging about your realistic questions. Your hoodie is on the way. That's right. We got our new shipment that just came in. Um, so we will be sending one out to you very shortly here. The new merch drop, guys. JC Holmes, all right? It's arrived. So you guys will be receiving that soon. Now, diving right into this episode, episode number 10, Jeff. Uh, this question has been asked a lot and it still keeps being asked from people is they want to know what's been going on in the market. You know, primarily, I mean, Surrey area and surrounding areas, you know, in terms of uh, have you found that it's been about in terms of activity, has it been about the same? Or are you finding still into multiple well, offer Rick, I situations? Mean, there, there, there's, um, I mean, that question is a really good question. Mm-hmm. It's not just you asking it. A lot of people are asking that question. Mm-hmm. And it's not just my fellow colleagues and, you know, realtors are getting asked this question. You know, mortgage brokers are also getting asked this question a lot, yep. right? Financial advisors, almost anybody that it comes to money in real estate is getting asked this question. It's not why is this happening. It's what is going on and what we should do. Uh, so it's, it's a very tricky answer, right? Because, you know, we're in a new world with the whole COVID. Now, there is a light at the end of the tunnel here. We're seeing, you know, that things are getting opened up. People are starting to feel almost normal again, right? Barely see um, people with masks on. I'm like the only person wearing a mask most of the time. Yeah, no, <laughs> like no, you're, you're absolutely right. right? Even in, when you go into the building, even our office building, you know, you don't need to wear a mask anymore, okay. right? Going into the hallways. Right. But so it is opening things up. Now, what does that mean for our market? Well, I've always said this time and time again, I'm not a psychic, (laughs) right? I don't bloody know what's going to happen in four or five months. I mean, look at our bloody gas prices. Oh, my. Right? I wanted to talk about that. I mean, it, it's, it's, I think it's more expensive than even in India right now. I think so. Right? It's ridiculous. So, and I've talked about that before. I am, I mean, I'm not a government official. I don't know what goes on to politics down there, but you know, is could there be a relation with all the Serb money that went out 
and the government trying to get their money back and maybe gas is one of the way i don't know inflation right <laughs> is it plausible sure anything is plausible mm-hmm. right so I, I don't know but jumping back into the real estate market what's going on so once again we like to concentrate in surrey or the fraser valley area um more importantly surrey yes right now we're not getting as many of these crazy multiple offers as we were before right? okay. we, we still are getting <clears throat> few here and there mm-hmm. but it's definitely not how it was you know two three months ago like march time right yeah it's yep. you know it was common to get 10 15 offers um we still are seeing subject free offers but it's not as um common as it was a few months ago you know we're starting to see offers come back with subjects now again mm-hmm. now what's contributing to these multiple offer styles is well, it's pricing. You know, mm-hmm. if something's worth 1.5 million and I price it on the market for 9.99, obviously I'm expecting multiple offers. Is that fair to the buyers out there? Of course not. <laughs> right? Let's be real. Is it fair to the sellers? Well, the sellers just want to get the damn price. Right? So there are different strategies out there. Um, so that was one of the major contributing factors. Is that uh, I'm not saying all realtors, but a lot of realtors didn't know how to price in, the, in this crazy time market. And an easy, easy thing to do is underprice it, right? Price it, if it was worth 1.4, price it for 9.99 and let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. It was a common trend. We don't really like doing that. We like pricing for market value, but to each their own. Mm-hmm. Now, so like I said, what we're seeing is we are seeing, I would say decline, right? Um, I'm not saying the market is crashing. We were in an artificial market wreck, right? Yeah. We had this market before too, right? So it's no surprise. BCers, we should almost kind of be accustomed to these artificial markets. We have these every now and then, right? Yeah. <laughs> so if people say, "Oh, the market's going to crash," well, it's not really crashing. It's coming back to the level where it should be, right? It, it's normalizing out, mm-hmm. right? So something that sold for two hundred over asking, is it going to drop back down to you know two hundred thousand? No, right? Maybe. It, the whole over asking stuff that went on, it was because the pricing wasn't right and artificial. Maybe instead of it being listed at nine ninety nine, it probably should have sold for one point three five. But with the whole craziness that was going on, it probably went for one point five. Now one point five wasn't the real price point. If we brought it back down to market value, it'd probably be one point three five. So could prices start easing back down to those levels? Maybe eventually. Right, but here is the really, really, really tricky part about Surrey. We have a lot of people that have a lot of pride in Surrey, and a lot <laughs> of, of ego, a lot right? of ego, and and that will slow down the process of prices coming down so much in Surrey. <laughs> Surrey is still very, very, very affordable compared to a lot of things, but it's not always going to be that way. I mean, today, look, uh, look at the SkyTrain announcement. Oh right? yeah, that's right. Trudeau, right? And Judo right? even announced it. I think 1.3 billion was it or something like that they're dumping into it. Yeah, I was that's just a huge to thing. We talked about <laughs> this in other videos about how transportation will open up pipelines and open up uh, uh, the population growth in other areas. Mm-hmm. Right. This is huge news for Langley. This is huge for um, Surrey and especially the Fleetwood area. It's huge. Um, this is also huge for uh, Aldergrove. Abbotsford stone step away, right? So mm-hmm. this does close the gap, making things much easier. So getting back to Surrey. Yeah. Now, Rick, I, I've shown you this diagram before. 
right? This so, is really good. And um, it makes a lot of sense, actually. I mean, uh, uh, how are we going to show them? We'll try showing it somehow through because we have thank you to all our listeners on uh, all audio platforms as well. So it's going to be kind of tricky. So uh, we'll try our best. I mean, we always try directing people to the YouTube channel, but so, we'll try to put something up there for you guys, some kind of diagram of what Jeff's drawing here. But so well, how about I explain it? Yes, right yes, now, totally fine. Right? Yep. Um, so this is without the diagram, but I'm sure Rick will. It'll make sense. Right? Yeah. So what I always tell a lot of my clients is think of the Lower Mainland as a bottle. Right? Um, now, the bottom of the bottle is obviously usually bigger, thicker. Crown robot. Right? <laughs> I haven't drank in a while. So, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but, but, you know, think of it as, you know, usually the, the base of the bottle is bigger. Mm -hmm. Right? And then as you go up, it gets smaller into the bottleneck. Right? Now, I always tell a lot of my clients think of the bottom of the bottle like Vancouver, Richmond, Burnaby, West Van, North Van. Um, New West, right? Um, even Coquitlam, right? Mm -hmm. um, think of that as the bottom of the bottle. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> now, when people or residents of those areas had those properties, they could have got lucky and it could have got inherited to them. They could have uh, bought it a while ago. Maybe, maybe they say they bought it in the 80s, 90s, even the 2000s, right? So. Let's just say a standard, well, I'm going to use Vancouver for this analogy here. Analogy, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, 33 of a 122 Vancouver special. Let's say that these clients were lucky enough to get this property a long time ago and they got it for 900K. Okay. Now that property, is, say, is worth 2.2. Okay. Crazy difference, right? Yes. Crazy, crazy difference. So now they get that 2.2, and where are they going to move? Now, most likely, they're probably not going to stay in Vancouver. You buy the same property they just sold. Mm -hmm. Makes kind of makes no sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, so most people want to upgrade. So what they do with city of Surrey ever so expanding so much, they get that huge profit they made and they come over the bridge this way, mm -hmm. and they find a great piece of land and a great home and they still have money in the bank, which is great. So somebody might buy another property. Now that's great for the bottom of the bottleneck people, mm -hmm. right? So the top of the bottleneck is really more like Surrey. Now, the reason why I say Surrey is the top of the bottleneck is because when all Vancouver, Richmond, Burnaby, when they all came this way, it was still close enough to Vancouver Airport that didn't really affect their travel too much. Mm -hmm. And they get a great piece of land over here. Now, let's look at these residents. And, and you got to remember, the, the Surrey is huge. Surrey is huge. Land mass, right? It's yeah. huge. Right? We have a lot of people here. And look, there's still a lot of land. Right. I'm from a small town, remember? So for me, <laughs> Surrey, Vancouver is massive. Uh, I don't I don't even like traveling. I just stay here. <laughs> even aren't, you, aren't you on the bike all the time? Yeah, no, but that's yeah, within yeah, Vancouver yeah, and uh, Surrey, right, yes. Right, but right. BC, <laughs> only BC, yes. So, I love BC. Yeah. Now, uh, so the issue comes here is that when you have Surrey residents that sold their home, mm -hmm. th maybe they can't make that big jump like the Vancouver people that Richmond did because they got the nice profit now. Now, where are they going to go? They want to upgrade too. In order to see those same kind of profit, margin or keep that money in the bank, usually they might have to go further east. They yeah. might have to go, well, before it was Langley, but Langley is now caught up, Yeah. right? Um, Abbotsford, Chilliwack, Hope. Lots of development. Right? And and people that usually live in Surrey usually work Surrey, Burnaby, Vancouver, you know, west side, right? People who usually live in Chilliwack will most likely won't go work past Abbotsford. Some of them do, but the majority will probably be Chilliwack, Hope, Abbotsford. So you have that highway one distance, mm -hmm. right? So people who are in Surrey most likely, 
won't probably travel so far away. So it, the number of people leaving Surrey to the number of people coming in is vast different. There's a reason why Surrey is rapidly growing, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and more schools are opening up, more townhouse developments because our population is growing here. So what that means for the market is Surrey prices are a little bit more stable. They're not really coming down as much. You're not really seeing, you know, a list price of 1.9 and selling for 1.6, right? Um, you're seeing right around the numbers where they should be. You know, there's so much competition here still. Mm -hmm. So that's what makes Surrey a little bit difficult. Um, the other problem right now what we're facing is we had a lot of people who sold their properties, right? Two months ago. Yeah. And now they're in a rush to buy. Right? We're coming to the end of summer yeah. in terms of if, if we're looking at completion dates of August time. A lot of families are trying to get into the property before school starts. Oh, so okay. they have their kids, kids. enrolled yes. in their schools. Got it. So that's another problem um, that we face when we're going to buying a property right now is we have so many people looking for the same kind of things already. And now we have the school rush and then we have the people that already sold their properties. Now they're rushed. So you have this little... Um, Circus, yes, right. A big wave um, <laughs> uh, of you know different style of buyers, and they're all coming around Surrey. Now you do have other municipalities too. Don't get me wrong, you know uh, prices are still record highs everywhere. Sales are still happening. We're not seeing a crazy uh, uh, decline in sales. Sales are still happening, mm -hmm. right? Um, but like I said, the the style of the sales, we're not getting these 20, 30 multiple offers anymore, right? So with Surrey. Uh, being the way it is, one of the issues that we're having, I just talked about this with another client, is we're getting a lot of emotional buyers, right? And that's fine. I mean, buying is a very emotional thing. We talked about it in but, the previous video. <laughs> yeah. But the, the, the issue happens is, how do you justify um, analyzing the market on an, you know, an educated factor versus an emotional factor, right? You know, doing um, your research, analyzing the market, saying, okay, well, according to this, I should be paying this much, right? Mm -hmm. Now, great. Granted, I understand that. Your facts are there. You, the market's there. You've done your research. This should be going for this, but we're not in a should-be market, right? We have a lot of emotional buyers. And we have a lot of people with money still, right? And they need to buy. So our, anal our analytics are out the window, right? Yeah. If the property should have only sold for 1.1, but it sold for 1.5, I got nobody to answer for you. Right, and that's the and that's the real truth. It's hard for you know everyone. Everyone wants to think that a realtor has all the answers. We don't, and that's the reality. We don't have all the answers. We assist you with your purchase, assist you with all your needs when it comes to real estate. But we're not fortune tellers, right? We do help um, in terms of getting you where you need to be. Mm -hmm. But I don't know one realtor that can hundred percent say and put their life on it and say, oh, that home will go up by twenty percent in two years. I don't know how you can say that. I would love to meet that realtor, right? <laughs> because I'll give them all the money and say invest for me. You would right? say, well, could you say it's a more safer bet if someone's looking obviously for a long-term investment, say 20 plus years, you could be like, hey, that's more of a better investment if somebody's looking for... I have no bloody idea. I'm just... Let's say right now. No, no, I get it. I get it. But let's say you're saying the long-term investment. I don't even know what that happened in three months. Right now, let's say long-term investment, a damn meteorite hits and, you know, or a fire happens or something happens. Is that a good long-term investment? Or you just lost all your I have no idea. It's true. It's true. Right? Yeah. Um, Typically. If, if, <laughs> if, if we're going to go with theoretical basis, yes, yes, theoretically yes. basis, you know, like I said, we have, Surrey has a lot of growth, right? Um, the SFU towers are coming in, the new high-rises are coming in, a lot of developments coming in here, right? 
Downtown's so, cleaned up a lot. It's a lot cleaned up. A lot. A lot. Why don't you take a bike there? I will be actually. There's, there's a lot more videos, guys. It's coming. It's coming. Okay, <laughs> trust me. Just let me know if there's a specific one you guys want me to shoot. I'll do it. I'll even go anywhere in British Columbia. All right. <laughs> just for you guys. Um. Uh, so sorry. To, to get, like and, the and, growth and, and everybody knows this. We don't script our shows. This is the way we talk. You know, we rather be real and uncut. My, less the swearing. People know me. I swear a lot, but there's no swearing on this. But oh, we don't want to get demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I said, it's more about being real and, and our thoughts and opinions, right? Of course. Uh, do I? What do I see with the happening with the market right now? It's very hard to tell, Rick. It, it is, right? Um, we are seeing signs of buyers getting frustrated, right? Um, it's evident with the uh, offers, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and, and it's not just buyers, it's realtors too getting annoyed, right? Because how many times in my fellow realtors we've, we've put an offer when there's 10 or 15 offers out there and we lose, right? And it makes no sense. Like, well, why did we lose? Why did we lose? You know, it should have gone this way. I've been in the office with you guys so many times and the phone would just go off and just be like, no, it's been sold. <laughs> no, yeah, it's been well, sold. Like, I was like, how much time do you guys waste just like responding to people with that? Like, well, <laughs> usually, I mean, uh, we're selling it like, almost like once a... It's a week type of thing when we have the properties. Yeah, right? and so many people are just calling about the same property, right? Oh like, yeah, that's what, yeah. That's what it seems like, or like same properties. So I mean, Rick, I mean, like you said, for market prediction wise, Surrey's pretty stable okay. in terms of pricing. Inventory's coming out all the time. Um, but when we go back to that bottleneck um, diagram I was talking yes. about, where I really like to see people invest, and where I'm looking to myself right now, is you got to think outside the box a little bit here, right? Um, I like mission right now. I know a lot of people right? know that way. Um, a, I mean, I've been saying this before and before. There's a lot of traction heading there. Our population growth is there. Um, and in no which way am I putting down the city of mission. But the mission, city of mission had a, a little bit of a bad rep before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Whether it had been, you know, because the jail's up there, oh, yeah. right? Um, um, gang affiliations, right? Were, were known to be a lot in mission. Um, a lot of grow-up properties were in Mission, right? So Mission had a little bit of a, a bad rep before. Not to say that it's not a beautiful place. There's gorgeous places up there in Mission. Oh, yeah. But it's now coming around, especially, you know, now that medicinal has been legalized, right? That, that faux pas of marijuana is gone, right? Which is great, right? People can now look past the, the stigma of marijuana in Mission, and now start looking at the beauty of it, mm-hmm. right? So there's a lot of growth. That's why I really like Mission. I'm talking a lot about Mission right now because I really see there's a lot of growth dynamic going can be happening there, right? Homes are still affordable. You can still get a home in Mission with a rental suite under a million, right? I mean, a lot of people request that too. Yeah, do. We get that all the time, maybe. especially investors and everything, right? Mm-hmm. We'll talk another video about you know townhouse or strata buying versus detached buying. Yes. We talked something about that. That right? was actually supposed to be this video, but this one <laughs> put in front of that one basically. Um, and, and that video will be more about an investor's uh, strategy of what you should do: townhome or detached, and why, and pros and cons. Yes, right? yes, it's going to be all of those. But like I said. Um, I, I see a lot of growth possibly potentially coming in Mission, just because I, you know, I'm studying the market, I'm doing my trends. Um, and remember, Rick, a, a few months ago, we were talking about mark, another market prediction, and we, we touched about immigration. That, I was just about to ask right? about the immigration. Do you feel that that might be the wild card? Into, like, well, it, 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 it definitely is, Rick. I mean, we've talked about this before, and it's funny how the media just started talking about this a week ago, when we've been talking about it months ago. That's right. Right? Uh, one of the biggest X factors that, that, that that's 
out there. It's not even, this is not even a foreign buyer. These are Canadian passport holders overseas, about 300,000 of them that are Canadian passport holders. They're not foreign buyers. Yeah, They're Canadian passport holders. And there's supposed to be over a thousand every month coming straight to Surrey, There's right? a lot. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm, I'm in talks with a lot of my immigration friends and they're telling me there's a big wave yeah. expected to come, not only from China, but also India, India. right? Now this COVID had a very, very uh, negative effect on India, right? It was one of the hardest hit countries in the world. Still going. Right? It's yeah, it's still going. Yeah. Um, and Canada was one of the best countries in the world for vaccinations and healthcare and all this stuff. So a lot of people in, from India saw this and now they're, you know, gonna liquidate or not even liquidate, they just have so much money there, they're trying to buy properties here because of our healthcare system, because of everything's happening, because of the horrible, horrible treatment that was happening in India um, with the whole COVID and how they were uh, handling it. Right, uh, it's tough with that kind of population too. Well, right? India, you know, like I said, I'm not trying to talk down <laughs> about India, but you know, this one thing about us on our show here is, you know, we're straight up, right? Um, you know, there's been TikTok videos and all these things about these doctors, like doctors in India, couldn't even get COVID uh, yeah. relief, right? You know, these uh, politicians and all these secret V V V V I P backdoor things, <laughs> we're screwing things up. Yeah. So what that means is the average person, the citizen in India that was seeing these kind of things were like, screw this, right? If if our own country, our own government is not even helping us, not even helping the doctors are supposed to help us, you know, maybe we should look at our own safety. Of course. And we land here, right? So do I see um, immigration being a huge factor? Huge. Yeah, I think so. Huge too. factor, right? Uh, yes, we did have our stress test. Yeah, we had that, right? Did, the, we did had you find that, that, that? Sorry, did you find that that uh, even with the stress stress buyer qualification? Um, no, I didn't see too much of a uh, of a difference. difference to okay. be honest, uh, they, they, I mean, it was so minute. But that can also be contributed to uh, COVID opening up, all these kind of things, right? I, I, I can't really one hundred percent say that had a crazy impact on it. There's probably some, obviously some buyers trying to squeeze out deals in between. Oh right? yeah, like, yeah. There, there were some here and there, right? But like, that goes more into the mortgage world side of things. But in terms mm -hmm. of real estate action wise, did I see a drop? Not so much, right? Okay. But now getting back to immigration, immigration. right? So with the, with the stress test that came in, it was trying to bring down the market or slow it down the pace. These things were put in place here and um, people accepted it, right? But one factor that we can't account for is what's going to happen with immigration? I mean, how many people are going to come here? Are they going to start? Are they going to fuel this fire again and things are going to go crazy again? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, Me, my, my prediction, I'm um, just the sheer prediction, guys. Just don't listen to a random guy on YouTube here. But I, I think that immigration, like in terms of immigration, most people most likely you look at Vancouver and Toronto, right? I would say in most cases. And I think Winnipeg up until the last couple of years has been doing really well. Ottawa as well. Um, you know, most people are looking for affordability. Now, when they look at Vancouver, it's not really affordable, let's be real, right? So let's start looking outwards more. Um, you know, let's start looking at Surrey, 
right? Okay, Surrey might not be affordable for some people, which, you know, for some people, obviously, it's not it's still expensive here, but it's beautiful. Uh, some people, okay, let's go to Fraser Valley. Let's go further out. Let's look at Prince George. Let's look at Okanagan, you know, let's look at these different options. But I mean, overall, like I find that BC, even like traveling wherever I've traveled to all the other different places, I still, even Montreal, like everywhere, I still find that, not just saying because I'm from BC, I still find BC probably the most beautiful place in the world. But I mean, I'd find most immigration, even coming from India or wherever, I think that they would love to come to Vancouver. Like they have been over these past couple of like centuries, whatever, right? Since immigrations ever has been begun, whatever. But we, we don't have all the stats on immigration. <laughs> Anything Rick says is not the viewpoint of uh, the BC Real Estate Podcast. Be <laughs> 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 speculation, guys. This is just all Rick's personal opinions, right? <laughs> it is, it is, guys. Sorry. You guys let me go on a tangent here. That's what happens, all right? But That's why we really limit Rick's uh, uh, vocals <laughs> on these things, right? <laughs> Sorry, guys. But I'm just trying to wrap British Columbia, all right? I, I feel that most immigration are probably kind of look at Vancouver and surrounding areas first. They do. There's, re there's a reason why. Our, our province has been rated one of the best places to live in. There's a reason, consecutively, consecutively. Mm -hmm. There's a reason. So you're right on that point. Um, now, well, getting back to the a little bit of the real estate topic here. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, we, we've talked about the stress test a little bit. We talked about emotional buying. We talked about the immigration factor, right? Um, overall, what's going to happen with the market? It's still very hard, tough to predict. Are prices right. coming down? This is what people ask all the time. I'm looking for a good deal. Like, this is super Looking fun. for a good deal. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, you get all the ass all the time. I'm looking for a good deal. You got a good deal out there, you call me. Right? <laughs> but, um, like I said, I don't see prices coming slashing down. You know, what goes up always comes down. What goes down goes up type of thing, all that kind of stuff, right? There's rise and falls and everything, right? Mm -hmm. you, it's, it'd be foolish to think that our economy is going to continue to go up, 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 up. What, then we, no one's going to be able to afford to live here. We're going to become like a ghost town, right? Unless our economy kicks in and helps out with it, right? So do I see a crazy rise? No, I don't. I, I, I personally, I don't see how the affordability factor is there right now, right? Um, I do see stabilization, right? And adjustments, right? But adjustments are also done by our government too, by you know the stress tests and all these kind of things, right? But to answer the question, Rick, you know, do I do I see the prices slashing down? I don't, right? I see them normalizing out, okay, right? Yeah. And I see the activity, the listings to actual sales, you know, start changing, right? Uh, we've talked about this before in the past, inventory, supply yeah. and demand. How is the inventory right? compared to before? Would you say it's better more more properties on the market compared to last time it was around the same i'm sorry realistically we're seeing i mean i in haven't Surrey? seen that many uh, to tell you truth i mean I, I pulled up my facts here when i was looking um oh that one just ended another one up here well i don't know what the hell it is screw it no worries, no worries. <laughs> yeah. but you know it, it, we are still seeing, still seeing more sold what that tells us that we have a lot of buyers out there still still right? waiting on the side so the, the second a listing gets put up you, you know it, it's like blood in the water sharks are out there a lot of people got pushed out of the market, right? Multiple a lot, offers, a lot that. of They're people. still looking. And, and we've talked about this on our rental topic before. You know, when a, when a condo buyer who's wanted to buy a one-bedroom condo can no longer afford to buy that condo, he has to force to rent. That creates a lot more renters out there, and we don't have enough places to rent, raise our rental market higher, which will cause our real estate prices to go higher, and yada, 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 yada. Yeah, all that lovely stuff. I was also doing some more research about this, uh, like, inflation as well. I've, I found... Um, how they said that when inflation is high, real estate does well, you know, all the time. 
When inflation's high? Real yeah, high? like like uh, high inflation, which is obviously bad for us, right? But I mean, they're saying it's good for real estate. Well, people made money somewhere. Yeah, like, uh, I guess. I'm, I just hate the gas prices, guys, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> it's well, just, well, if it you hit $2, that's going to be your next uh, You're video. always going to have someone that's making a lot of money in every scenario. I mean, you know, the whole crypto age and everything. You know, now everyone's saying crypto's down. Everyone's worrying about it. Long term, right? it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Not financial but, advice. But yes. the people that, you know, made a lot of money in crypto, they bought properties. But here's another thing that people are are, are now starting to realize here. N- nothing nothing with crypto, <laughs> right? Because Rick, you know, Rick, Rick's going to get mad at me. You guys want to go off on crypto? We'll save that for another YouTube um, channel. But with, with COVID regulations opening up a bit, mm-hmm. I'm seeing this myself with my own family, not uh, my well, my cousins and all that kind of stuff. That wedding season is coming back with a vengeance. And it's you back. know, come on, Rick, you're, you're a DJ. It's you, back. You got, you, you it's got back. music. You know it's, what I mean? It's back. It's, it's, it's back. It's back. And so you had these people before that weren't even doing a reception, weren't even thinking about it, and saving a hundred thousand, they were dumping into real estate. Mm-hmm. Now, those people might be thinking, okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll think about real estate next year. Let me get my party going. <laughs> yes. Let me get my party going. You know, <laughs> let me get that vacation going. Let me get that car. You know what I mean? We're starting to shift back to that norm mindset. Not a normalization world, but that mindset, right? And so, where before people couldn't have those parties, so they had money burning in the bank, they would be investing, mm-hmm. right? Now they're going back to these things. So will that have a shift in the market too? That will also have a strong shift as well. Um, mm-hmm. During COVID, people were forced savings, right? Because they had nothing to spend it on, right? Now things are opening up again, right? Halls are back open again, right? Um, shoot, I mean, Vancouver, all public drinking, right? <laughs> Honestly, as I've been shooting these videos... I just videos, wanted to mention that. I had nothing to do with anything. I just wanted to mention Vancouver without public drinking. As, as I've been shooting these videos for you guys, well, for you this channel... you drunk. No, no. No, man. <laughs> Could not be biking This is drunk. the water. Trust me, way. I would not last. We've been going on 30 to 50 kilometer bike rides, as you guys are going to see. So definitely not drinking. Maybe at the end there was a little bit, but <laughs> not during. You're admitting to being drunk and driving on a no, bike. No, man. Right. After, after. So VPD, <laughs> I can give you his number. <laughs> no, no, please don't. Um, no, but I was just saying, like, it just seems like everything is kind of not 100% back, but it almost does. Like, I was at, you know, Spanish banks shooting a video for you guys, and nobody's wearing a mask. I was actually probably the only person with a mask. I, I still wear a mask all the time, except for, like, you know, here in the office because mm-hmm. of the video. Mm-hmm. But I <laughs> I felt so alone. Like, there was nobody with a mask. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, we're already back to almost somewhat normal. It seemed like to a certain extent. Well, that's what I mean. I, I, I think I think we're trying to force our mindset to get back to normal. Right? I think a lot of people are like, we're vaccinated, we're back to normal. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. what it seems like. Even though I don't agree with that. And but. you know, and, and you know, I'm hoping and praying everything does go back to normal. And you know, we, you know, uh, the tragedy and the pandemic that the whole world was in. Hopefully, it's it's nearing its ending stages. Hopefully, uh, hopefully. yes. So, um, I mean, but with that being said, um, getting back to real estate here. What's going to happen with the market? I, I'm going to say this time and time again, Rick. I, I don't know right now. I, I have no idea, right? Okay, that concludes this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, that's good, though. You know, like, okay, so again. Well, you know, you know Rick, we're not difference. going to bore people with statistics, stats. Okay, this is doing 6.9%. <laughs> that's doing three. Man, forget all that stuff, right? Let's talk real. Let's talk straight. Let's talk what's going on. You're mm-hmm. planning to buy. It's still a great time to look and, and, and uh, be strategic. Right? But just understand something. If you're buying right now, today, there are external factors that come into play. Right? People's emotions, what's happening with COVID, all these things come into play. So don't just go by stats. Don't just go by, you know, well, this is what it should be. 
right? If you're buying now, understand what factors are involved while you're buying now. It's, it might not just be about um, the house being built down the street and they sold for this price. There could be a whole bunch of <laughs> other factors involved, right? So keep that in mind, right? Different municipalities have different wants and needs, right? Um, you know, uh, maybe an easy analogy would be, you know, you have 10 people and uh, seven out of 10 of them are, um, are medium sizes for a, a, a shirt. Well, what that means is that medium one is popular, right? And you're gonna have more issues trying to find one of those, but then you have one person who wants an extra small. They might not have a hard time finding something, mm. right? Because there might be one there for them, right? You might have someone that wants a triple XL. Well, there might be one for them. But the problem is, is that once that one is gone, the other person who wanted one, right? So although this seems kind of confusing what I'm saying, if you actually break down what I just said there, the average person wants that medium. So those are gone, those are fast, those are ready available, those are get made, those are get gone, those are here, there, boom, boom, boom. The rare one for the extra small or the triple XL, you know, not as many people looking for them, right? Mm -hmm. So the specialty buys. But once they're gone, then it's harder to find them, which that could create a change in the market as well. So supply and demand. <laughs> supply and demand. So, you know, you can have different markets within the same market, depending on what you're buying. So my advice is, know what you're buying. Talk to a realtor, like I always say, who to call. That's right. right. The number will be down below, <laughs> right, guys? But understand what you're buying, why you're buying it, and make out a plan, and then we can figure out what we're going to do. The market's gonna head where it's gonna head, but are you able to sustain yourself in the market that we're in right now? That's the real question you guys should all be asking yourself, right? It's if I am gonna buy right now, am I buying for an investment or am I buying to live in? If I'm buying for living, am I able to sustain this market right now? Right? If I'm buying for investment, then understand, do I have the holding power you know, to wait for it to become a, a better deal, right? Worst case scenario, can I live in this thing for like 10, 20 years? Well, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's true, like Rick. That. You know, I, know, I, yeah. I have some clients that, you know, bought investment <laughs> properties and they're paying out of their pocket monthly, right? But, you know, they made a lot of money because they sold it five years later and the market went up. Mm. But they had the holding power to be able to hold it. Now, the biggest problem for some people is that they want to get an investment property, but they don't have the holding power. Now, we'll talk about investments and holding powers with the other video that we're going to do about detach versus uh, strata buying and how That's to That's going to be a long video. I already yeah. feel it. <laughs> yeah. Might need something else besides water. Yeah, then. <laughs> Most likely. And mm -hmm. I mean, that pretty much sums up this episode, guys. Unless there's anything last tidbit or anything you want to add? Any last? No, I'm good. It? That's it? Yeah. It was, okay. it was a long one. Sorry, guys. We went kind of over. Cause, well, it's going to be just over 30 minutes. Uh, we See, don't really, I don't shut up. <laughs> That's my problem. People tell that about me as well. So this might be good if shut you guys up. are interested for the extra <laughs> content, man. <laughs> okay. But we're basically, that's pretty much about it, guys, for this episode. I mean, like, comment, and subscribe, like we always say. Give us your comments down below. Even email us. Whatever you want. We got more hoodies out there. So, Merch. you know, like I said, get in contact with us. You have questions, how as Rick says, we want it. You know, there's only so many hoodies we can wear. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's so, you know, let us hand them out. Of course, drop it in the comments, guys. We'll send you a hoodie, all right? And that's pretty much it, guys. I got more videos coming for you guys this week. You know what? I, I, I just thought about this <laughs> right now by looking at Rick's hair, right? If we get, right? 
no, if we get, if not we shaving get, my head. No, 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 oh. no, no, not about shaving your head. Okay, okay. If we get, uh, I would say, uh, how many likes? If we get a hundred likes at least, and that's not that many. If we get a hundred likes in our next video, we will dye Rick's hair what? Uh, a color, um, and you guys can choose. How about that? Rick, you good with that? I might be. He hesitated, <laughs> so he means yes, right? That's one of my sales techniques. You hesitate, it means the answer I want. So get us a hundred <laughs> likes, share whatever you gotta do, and we will change Rick's hair color. His and smash the it. thumbs up button because it helps this video. Show it to other people as well, guys. Yeah, right? so if you want to see Rick with a different hair, <laughs> you know, share it, stream it, do whatever you gotta do, and and we will uh, change his hairstyle. Well, I mean, pink. Hey, if that's what it takes to get around the legs, sure, guys. All right, you really do. A nice yellow, <laughs> yellow. Actually, I want to go. I want to go slurry blonde. Hide the hide the grays, <laughs> right? For me. How about white? We we'll go see, straight we'll see, white. Man. We'll see about that, guys. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna end it off with that one before it gets too crazy here. All right, like, comment, and subscribe. British Columbia Real Estate Podcast. Thank you to all the listeners on the audio platforms as well. It will be on Apple iTunes very soon as well. Without that, we're with that. Sorry, we are out of here. See you later, everybody. Till the next episode.